liberty, and truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The Lebanese government says it's putting an unspecified number of Beirut port officials under house arrest, pending an investigation into how over 2,700 tons of ammonium nitrate came to be stored at the port for years. That move comes amid speculation that negligence was to blame for the massive explosion that killed more than 100 people. Thousands were injured. The BBC's Corinne Torbay says local hospitals are overwhelmed. This is like a real emergency inside even uh, um, emergency uh, units and hospitals. And people are here not only because they are injured, but also because they are in real shock and panic. And at the moment, it's very, very hard to say what is the real scale of what happened. The death toll likely to rise as more bodies are being pulled from the rubble. Also at townhall.com, the latest negotiating session on a coronavirus relief bill has wrapped with modest concessions being made by both sides, but a final agreement appears far off. U.S. businesses sharply reduced hiring in July. Ben Thomas reports. Payroll processor ADP says firms added just 167,000 jobs last month. July's hiring was far below May and June when firms added 3.3 million workers and 4.3 million. Hiring collapsed among companies of all sizes in July and in nearly all industries, as the resurgence of the coronavirus outbreak prompted many states to again close parts of their economies, and consumers remained cautious about spending. When it's all sorted out, ADP's numbers show the economy still has 13 million fewer jobs than in February before the outbreak intensified. I'm Ben Thomas. Stocks are higher in midday trading. Uh, the Dow ahead 318 points now in the NASDAQ is up 28. More on these stories at townhall.com. I know that on those tablets Mr. Moses brought down is the commandment to not covet. But I'll confess, my neighbor and his lawnmower is making it tough. He's got this stand-behind, ride-along space shuttle that covers probably three times more space than my trusty old lawnboy. So, when we have who mows the fastest races, which are completely fabricated in my head, he has some impressive advantages that I just don't have. And at our Faith and Family Mortgage Team, we're blessed to have a pretty special advantage of our own, and one that could be a big deal for you. Our team is lucky to be an arm of a bigger company that is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, an advantage that often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money on a refinance or new home purchase. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park, Rome, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. Licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Ringing liberty and truth. It's Freedom 1570. A great lineup each and every day, including Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black. He's coming up live next year on Freedom 1570. For this Wednesday afternoon, partly cloudy, mid-70s. Could see a scattered storm pop up. We roll into the evening hours, 62 the overnight low, 78 for Thursday, mid-80s by the time we get to Friday and the weekend. We're Freedom 1570, bringing liberty and truth. This radio station accepts political advertising. In fact, we are required to do so by federal law. 
We understand that not all of our listeners will agree with the statements or positions taken by all of these candidates, and sometimes neither do we. This radio station is an important part of this community, and therefore the candidates want to bring their message to you via our airwaves. We do so as a public service, and we are required to do so. Regardless of your position on these issues, please make sure you register to vote so your voice is heard. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled across the globe in search of patterns of evidence to support some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, Journey to Egypt and Beyond, as Tim interviews some of the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Is there evidence of how and where the host of Israelites could have traveled, as recorded in the Bible? Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea Miracle, you won't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle, Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code MINNEAPOLIS for 20% off. That's SalemNow.com and promo code MINNEAPOLIS to save 20% on Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle, Part 2. SalemNow.com, promo code Minneapolis. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and I want to thank you for joining us. You know, uh, we call this an hour of power, ladies and gentlemen. Because we got to get our noodles going, man. We got to get our noggins on, man. And uh, the one organ in our body, ladies and gentlemen, that never has to deteriorate is our brain. And so, thank you for joining John and I. Uh, put your uh, put your seatbelt on because we got a lot to cover. You know, this uh, this show has three outcomes: inspiration, education, application. We want to inspire you. In other words, give you hopeful. Uh, we want to give you something today uh, that you can apply to your life to make today better than yesterday. Uh, and most importantly, we want to educate you. And again, I, I'm, it's not condescending. Don't take it that way. Uh, it is the ability to train the brain to think properly. It's not about giving you more data, more information. Uh, and so, you know, I'm perplexed. Uh, you know, confusion can be used two ways. Confusion could be a state of learning or confusion could be a state of stopping you. Uh, today, it seems to be a state of stopping us, where we shut down when we're confused. But used properly, the state of confusion uh, it is a perfect, uh, I don't know, field, uh, uh, a fertile uh, foundation, if you will, for learning, for growing. And so, uh, you know, I have beliefs. I'm pretty solid with my beliefs. I'm very dogmatic. Uh, you don't have to believe like me. Uh, you don't have to agree with me. Please hear that. We can still be friends. We can still get along. Uh, but I do want you to be able to at least give a valid reason for why you believe what you believe. Remember, everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And so I'm perplexed because I see what's going on in the world, and two intelligent people can look at it. And see two totally different things. And you got to ask yourself, why? 
So look at the black man. Look at me and go, why, black man, why? Well, I want to tell you why. Because of how we're made. What you see is what you focus on. And that is the topic of today's show. And I'm talking at the unconscious level. Yesterday we were talking about mission. Your mission is your purpose, is your reason why. It's, it's why you get out of bed, you get up each day, you do what you do, and you go home at night, and you do it again and again and again and again. It's an emotional connection to why you do what you do. And what you got to realize is, is there's really two different missions out there. There's lots of different missions, but you can put them in two camps. It's like Thomas Sowell that talks about the, uh, the, the two different visions and the conflict of visions. Great book. Highly recommend it. Uh, the, uh, you know, and, and so you got to keep it simple, soldier. And so I was talking yesterday about missions. That you got to get it. Because people are very value-driven, mission-driven, purpose-driven. Look, I mean, there's 40% of the country that will do anything uh, to remove Donald Trump from office. Legal, illegal, uh, up front, uh, in the secret, in the dark. Uh, even things that they would not allow to be done to them. It's okay if you do it to Trump because he's an existential threat. And then you got some people who then are Trump supporters. And as, as anybody knows me knows, I'm not a fan of Trump. I'm only a fan of Jesus Christ. But I'm not a fan of Trump. I don't have idols. Uh, I don't have gods. on. I have one God. He's a big G God. No little G gods. And so I want you to know, but I'm a Trump supporter. I'm a Trump voter. Uh, and the more I see the world piling on him, uh, the more of a supporter and proponent I get. As a matter of fact, over the last six weeks, I've chosen to speak up. Uh, probably cost me business, cost me money, but so what? Uh, it's a, it's an integral part. Yeah, I mean, you got to stand up and speak up. So uh, talking about mission yesterday, I want to share with you because what I want to un- outline for you is two things today. Number one, what you C is what you focus on. And number two, what we focus on really comes from an underlying structure of belief. And one of the most important pieces of that structure is your mission. And so I wanted to share this poem yesterday, but I didn't have time, so I want to share it today because it's applicable. It all runs together, all ties in together. It's called Your Mission uh, by Ellen H. uh, Gates. And she says, uh, if you cannot on the ocean sail among the swiftest fleet, Rocking on the highest billows, laughing at the storms you meet. You can stand among the sailors, anchored yet within the bay. You can lend a hand to help them as they launch their boats away. If you are too weak to journey up the mountain steep and high, you can stand within the valley while the multitudes go by. You can chant in happy measure as they slowly pass along. Though they may forget the singer, they will never forget the song. If you have not gold and silver ever ready to command, if you cannot toward the needy reach an ever open hand, you can visit the afflicted, over the erring you can weep, you can be a true disciple, sitting at the Savior's feet. If you cannot in the conflict prove yourself a soldier true, if where the fire and smoke are thickest, there's no work for you to do, When the battlefield is silent, you can go with careful tread. You can bear away the wounded. You can cover up the dead. Do not then stand idly waiting for some greater work to do. Fortune is a lazy goddess. She will never come to you. Go and toil in any vineyard. Do not fear to do or dare. If you want a field of labor, you can find it anywhere. And and see, that's what a mission does. A mission allows us to see something no matter what's around us. 
if you can imagine, almost like a mirage. You know, you've seen the people, you're stuck in the desert for weeks or whatever, and then and then they're ready to pass out, you're ready to die, and then they have a mirage. And a mirage is something that's not real, but it looks so real. You can see it, you can almost touch it, you can almost taste it, you can think, but it's not real. And see, remember, we have the power to create. To think is to create, the good word says. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If you look at a woman with lust in your eyes, you've already committed adultery with her in your heart. See, God is saying to think is to create. And remember, in the beginning, God created. That's our first introduction to God. And then 25 verses later in Genesis 1:26, God tells us what he's doing. He says, listen, let us make man in our image unto our likeness. Don't you hear it? We are made to create, and we create all kinds of things. But I want to suggest today that we create a narrative with our thoughts. You know, we have in our unconscious brain a stem called the reticular activating system, RAS, RAS. If you want to look up ADHD, ADD, uh, you Google that, you'll, find, you'll run into the RAS. It's the brain's focal center. And the RAS is like the, um, uh, your remote control. You know, you have a TV set that's really called a tuner. Why is it called a tuner? Because there are airwaves all around it. And whatever you waves you tune that tuner to, that's what you see. And that's how the RAS works. Whatever you focus on, you see more of. My wife and I, were not planning on having kids. I'd already have uh, three kids from previous relationship. And so we were not going to have kids. But Val wound up getting pregnant uh, by the grace of God. Uh, and it was amazing because she could, could not believe, like something was in the water, that so many more people were pregnant at the same time she was. And I chuckled. Some of you should be chuckling. Because I can guarantee you it was not the end of World War II. There were not more people pregnant when my wife was pregnant than before. What was different was her reticular activating system was focused on pregnancy. See, whatever you set your RAS to, you see. If your RAS is set to SpongeBob SquarePants, you're not going to be watching ESPN. So if your RAS is focused on the race channel, everything you see is seen through the filter of race. If your RAS is focused on the victim channel, then every you, everything you see is seen through the frame of victim. See, what we see is what we focus on. Because the good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face. Don't you get why? He's a purpose of God. Because we look in the direction we are moving. And we move in the direction we are looking. And so after the break, I'm going to go into unconsciously how it works and why controlling the narrative is so important because the narrative is the frame, it's the perception, it's the filter through which we see everything else. And that's why two people can look at the same situation and see two totally different things. So I'm Mr. Black. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network, and we'll be back in three minutes. and the response. There is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Victor Frankel. 
In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. When should you start collecting Social Security? How you answer this question will make the difference between retirement success and failure. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be sharing Social Security tips from the basics to strategies to maximize your SSI payments. Alan Mike will help you sort out this important but often misunderstood part of your retirement income plan. Money Matters with Alan Mike, 9 a.m. Sunday on Freedom 1570. Or call them right now at 855-231-6010. Quit smoking now for half price through this special offer from Breathe Therapy and this station. Get one Breathe Therapy program for $250. Breathe Therapy is fast, easy, and effective. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab and Half Price Offers, or call the station now. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. We haven't said no to people. We've said if you want to apply, you can apply, but there's a process. Uh, Look, the fact is that what I decided to do with the Black Lives Matter murals, and this came out of a meeting at Gracie Mansion weeks ago with community leaders and activists who said this would be such an important thing for this city to declare officially. Um, That is something, again, transcends all normal realities because we are in a moment of history where this had to be said and done. That's a decision I made. But the normal process continues for anyone who wants to apply. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, application. I thought... uh, John was going to play a little Rod Serling there, Twilight Zone, because I'm like, what is de Blasio talking about? Man, is is pot legal in New York City, John? Is that what it is? Is that what's going on here? 
Oh my gosh. Uh, so yeah, there's there's one standard for everybody else, but painting on the streets. Uh, Black Lives Matter is so important that uh, there are people dying. You know, the death rate is up double, I think it is. Uh, police are under attack. But, yeah, the most important thing we can do is take our little paintbrushes uh, and on the street paint Black Lives Matter. That's Thanks, the brother. most important thing we can do. Boy, yeah, boy, if we had more leaders like that, uh, there would be no America. It's just stunning. And today we're talking about what you see is what you focus on. That's a great lead-in. Because you see what's going on, and there's almost like two different worlds out there, two different realities. And what I like to do is teach you how you work so you can be aware, because one thing that's going on is we're being played, we're being manipulated, we're being programmed. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, that's not, a, that's not a conspiracy theory, it's a reality. Madison Avenue's been doing it since the beginning of TV. They know that. Read the book, uh, the, the Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. Talks about advertisers. And how they know how unconsciously we work. And how they put things in products that have no value at all but to tap into your unconscious mind and make you believe it's working. Whether you talk about the fizziness of toothpaste, whether you talk about the bubbliness of shampoo, those things that are put in there have no value at all. They're chemicals that make you think something's working. I and do if not you want think to believe that. Working, yeah, I know that's what sucks because if you think something's working, it works. Look up the placebo effect. Look up the sugar pill. Look up this little 13-year-old girl who's going to change the world by saving the planet. You know, all you people that want to save the planet, I just recommend you read the book of Revelation. Just turn the Bible. I know you don't like to open it. You just like to leave it on your table because it looks pretty if you have a Bible there. But open it to the last book in the Bible called the book of Revelation. And it tells you how things wrap up. And in case you don't know, the elements melt. Yeah, it melts. It melts. Uh, yeah, a new one comes down. A better world comes down. So I'm just telling you what the Bible says. Don't shoot the messenger if you don't like the message. Why don't you bring it up to God? And so what's going on here is we're being programmed, people. Uh, we are all programmed creatures. Remember, we only use three to five percent of our brain consciously. It's still rest of it's still being used, but it is at the unconscious level. And you got to understand how the unconscious mind works because it runs the ship. And so, if you're going to make any lasting change, you must follow the rules of the unconscious brain. And that's what they're doing. If you read the book Saul, by Saul Alinsky, Rules for Radicals. If you read all these books, read anything by Goebbels, Joseph Goebbels, propaganda minister for the Nazis. I mean, they know how the psychology of belief works. So do uh, our politicians. That's why they study at the feet of Saul Alinsky. That's why they never let a good crisis go to waste. Uh, that's why you, you see a triangle. You see the thesis, which is the norm. Think of what the norm was before uh, in December of last year. And then you have an antithesis, an antithesis. This is kind of a Marx concept, Karl Marx concept. And so then you create this antithesis, this, this problem. Uh, and the problem is really bad. And then what you do is you put a synthesis. You blend the new problem that you created to create crisis because you never want a new cr a crisis go to waste. And then you put in a solution that is half as bad as the crisis. So it comes a synthesis. And then people don't like the synthesis, but it's better than the antithesis. I'm just telling you what's going on. This is psychologically what you're being played, player. And as John and I say, homie don't play that. Homie don't play you that. Know? <laughs> we don't play that because we're bringing some truth therapy. 
uh, and the truth will set you free. But first, Ruth Therapy. Yeah, but first, it's going to make you sick. And that's why you need some truth therapy, because you need some healing for that, what's going on in you. And so you got to realize what's going on is perception. And, and uh, let me give you an example. Val and I, we look at all these white people that say all these white people are racist. And we're like, what are you seeing that we're not seeing? This is important. Because I really believe most of these people are genuine. I, 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 we got to give people the benefit of the doubt. We need to have some understanding. So here's what I do. I go, I meta things. I always go backwards. Meta means to break it down. So why? So, so what would these people have, to, what would have to be going on for these people to believe that all white people are racist? Now, I want logically to teach you what's going on. This is how your mind's working. So follow me here. So you have to go backwards. What would the belief system have to be in place for them to feel that way? And then you got to go back from that. So what would have to happen in someone's life for them to have created that belief system? Because remember, no one responds to reality. We are not responding to what's going on. We are responding to our map of reality, our frame, our narrative. That's what we're responding to. Remember, the mind is six times faster we can talk. So there's a stimulus, someone says or does something, we don't respond to that. We then go create a narrative. We go to our past, something we saw from the past, something we heard from the past, something we felt from the past, and then based on our perception of what they did and why they did it, then we respond. We're not responding to what they're doing. We're responding to what we believe they are doing. Remember, everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief. And by the time a child is six years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. you got to get where I'm going. I'm logically backing you up here. I'm meta you. It's called meta, M-E-T-A. We're going backwards and backwards and backwards to lay the foundation. So here's what's going on. So for, let me give you the antithesis. My wife and I, Val, we're not racist people. Matter of fact, when I see someone of color, I want to help them more. I'll always help someone. God told me a long time ago, here's a simple rule. See a need, meet a need. Don't get it, don't be complicated, leader. See a need, meet a need. You don't need to go to Africa. You don't need to go to London. You don't need to go into the slums, although you should. It's good to see other people and help other people. Just walk across the street. Logical. Go into that room in that house. Yeah, it's logical. You just got to, and you don't have to be Spock to figure this out. You just got to be a human being. You got to have some empathy. So here's the thing. I'm not racist. I don't hang around racist people. I've never hung around racist people. I've never had racist thoughts. So when I look at my friend John, who's making this show entertaining, I don't see John as a racist person because I don't hang out with racist people. I don't have racist thoughts. Thank you. But think about this. If, if in my upbringing I was around racist people all the time, I would create a belief system that all these people who look like these people around me are racist. Or this. You know what we hate in other people? The things we don't like in ourselves. And so there are sometimes, you know, when you hear a child has lost their innocence, what's happened is someone has put images in their mind, molested them, abused them, you know, whatever, and now they've had those feelings and experiences and now they can never get rid of them. And so sometimes, because the devil's out there and plants seeds, sometimes we watch stuff we shouldn't watch. Sometimes we listen to things we shouldn't listen to. And so what happens is there gets a stronghold in our head. And so we start having feelings that we're uncomfortable with. Man, if you're married, you know that. 
You've got to really control your mind because you can have a great relationship with a female, a close relationship, and our mind can start to wander. We don't want it to. We push it away. But it can still start to wander on its own because of stuff we watch, because of stuff we fantasize about, because of stuff we think about. And so what happens is a person who has uh, racist thoughts, who feels bad about it, who doesn't want to have them, but they do anyways, when they see other people and anything that they might think is right, then they jump. It's like a former smoker attacking a smoker. It's like that. Because you're so turned off by it, so bothered by it, that you're hyper-focused on it, hyper-sensitive. Remember we talked about the reticular activating system. Because you struggle with your racist thoughts, because you see other people around you, grew up with them, who are racist, you see, the, let me give you another example. I leave my car unlocked. Matter of fact, I leave my keys in my car, just so you know. I really am not worried about someone stealing my car. Uh, I let people come in my home, and I don't hide stuff, and I don't, uh, you know, take an inventory. I don't feel like people are going to steal from me. You know why? Because I don't steal from other people. I open my home up to other people. And when I'm in other people's homes that are close to me, they let me treat their home like my own. Why? Because they're not thinking people are stealing from them because they're not stealing from other people. And what you're seeing here is an overcompensation for inner problems. And so what's going on is our reticular activating system is creating this. And why this matters is after the break, we're going to go into, I, I saw something in a news article yesterday that stunned me, that ripped my soul out, that really is information that makes people f- see things a certain way, that, that where the media is framing something to make us angry and make us attack each other, and it's all a lie. And you got to understand how we work. This is part of the show, so you can understand what's going on, that you're being played, player, that the people, the narrative, the media knows how you work unconsciously. Madison Avenue knows how you work unconsciously. Joseph Goebbels knows how you work unconsciously. Uh, uh, you know, this is information that once you understand it, you get back control of your own thoughts because between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. We'll be back in three minutes. Silence! what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Dallas-Fort Worth, August 20th through the 22nd. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. 
hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal, and families are getting out to shops, stores, and restaurants. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Business recovery plans should be ready to go right now. The marketing team at Salem Surround is ready to help, so you don't waste a minute or a dollar recapturing market share. We'll help design your recovery plan targeting potential customers with proven marketing strategies. With everything in our toolkit working for you, digital, audio, mobile, even audience-engaging contests and promotions, contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital marketing plan. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. What we're doing, we're getting you smart. Don't you get it? Don't you get the tie in there? Man, and McFly, anybody home? <laughs> That's what John was doing. We're getting smart because, you know, we got to... We got to program our mind how to think properly because we're being manipulated. You got to understand how society works today. I mean, the whole COVID nineteen, the whole mass thing. I believe it's conditioning. Will you follow orders? Will you toe in line? I'll be honest with you. I was stunned at how quickly people dropped in the line. Uh, man, our, our our enemies got to be watching us and go, "Oh my gosh, Russia and China." Uh, they got to feel much better about their prospects. Uh, 2020 has opened the eyes of our enemies, Russians and Chinese, and their fear factor should be very little now compared to what it was last year. And boy, that's why as long as we got Donald Trump in office, they don't know how we're going to react. We could just go at them at any time. But you got sleepy-eyed Biden in there. Uh, man, it's business as usual. They can keep building up what they're building up. So today we're talking about what you see is what you focus on. And uh, what I want to talk about is why we see all the racial problems. You know, there's been a group of young uh, black people uh, who have been brought up to told uh, that white people hate you, uh, that you're a victim, uh, that, uh, you know, they enslaved you. And uh, I see on the Internet, you know, people in their 30s and 40s and people in their 20s talk about, uh, they've kept our people down, they've done this. I'm like... They've lived 20 years, 30 years, and their life has been a cake. Oh, my gosh. The people that really lived through all this stuff 200 years ago, 100 years ago, what was the Emancipation Proclamation, what was 1865, so 160 years ago. 
But these people that are 20, 30, 40, 50 years old, my age, I mean, I'm 55 this year. And I grew up in the affirmative action age uh, era to where, you know, if I would have been black, my life would have been so much easier. Right now, I'd be able to get millions of dollars of grant money, free money, if I was black. Look it up. But I'm a white man, so I get nothing. I have to jump through hoops. But Stop so, whining. You, yeah, that's it. You're right. And you know what? Life ain't no fair. And I always t- look myself in the mirror and say, put your big boy pants on. So life ain't no fair. Life is hard. You know what? I get why they do that because, man, this country treated black people very poorly for a long time. But not today. If you would be having this discussion with me in 1965, I'd be marching with you. I'd be marching with Dr. King, without a doubt. Uh, There's no doubt in my mind. But today, this is not about equal rights. This is about preferential rights. This is not about freedom. This is about reparations, the reprisal, revenge. That's what this is about. And so you got to ask yourself, why are so many black people growing up believing that the system's against them? It's because of what they've been fed what they've been told, what the narrative is. So perfect example, I told you a friend of mine, she's a graduate of mine, an elderly black woman that we've helped a lot and she just loves us. Uh, and she was talking, we were talking the other day, and she was talking about all these black people that invented stuff. I love to learn, like, wow, uh, I did not know this. Wow, incredible. And what really stuck with me, she said, well, you know, the first person to ever do black, blood transfusion is black. I'm like, that is so cool. I did not know that. I go, can you Google me his name or send me his name? And she never did, so I just Googled it. And the guy's name is Charles R. Drew. He was a black surgeon who pioneered techniques for preserving blood plasma that saved countless lives during World War II. He was a hero. Later, he became the medical director at Freedman's Hospital in Washington, D.C. And in 1950, while driving three other black doctors to a conference in Alabama, Drew fell asleep at the wheel. The car swerved and rolled over, breaking his neck and crushing his chest. According to legend, listen, according to legend, He desperately needed a blood transfusion, but doctors at a hospital in Burlington, North Carolina, refused to admit him because they were white and he was black, and so he died. Now, this is what she told me, by the way. She told me this, too. So I went to go on a line and went to a couple different things, straightdope.com and then uh, uh, blackinventors.com, I think it's called. Uh, And it's a lie. It's a lie. The story is told in several black history books, it says here, repeated by Dick Gregory. But it's not true. (gasps) Morris spoke with Dr. John Ford, one of the pastors in Drew's car, and they said they received the very best of care from day one. I mean, from moment one, the doctor started treating us immediately. He said, exclamation point. Drew didn't receive a transfusion because his injuries wouldn't permit it. He had a superior vena calva syndrome. Blood was blocking, block getting back to his heart from his brain and upper extremities, Ford said. To give him a transfusion would have killed him sooner. And how about this? It's another story about uh, blues singer Bessie Smith. She, too, supposedly bled to death after an auto accident when a white hospital refused to admit her. The alleged, alleged incident, which occurred in Mississippi in 1937, was even the subject of a play by Edward Albee, but uh, as Morris notes, the whole truth will probably never be known, but it is certain she did not die this way. Morris's efforts with, notwithstanding, I'll bet these macabre legends won't die for a long time either. And that was from Cecil Adams at straightdope.com. How about this? Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom is used in a negative way. And after the break, I'm going to read it to you. Uncle Tom was a great guy. And you know who made it negative? White people. White people made Uncle Tom a negative thing. But I'm going to share with you about Josiah Henson. 
who is uh, what uh, Harriet Beecher Stowe called, basically labeled Uncle Tom after. And Tom's character was strong, robust. He would rather die a painful death than give up any other slave. This is a hero. This is a noble man. And notice how the white man redefined this term, and now all these people who pretend to be victims victimized by the white man, are using this term to attack other black people who dare to get off the belief plantation, who dare to think differently. Because we all know that all people that look alike, think alike, that's called racism. Yeah, it's called racism, by the way. That all people look alike, uh, think alike. It's crazy. So why am I saying all this? We've been told a lie. Yesterday, through leaked footage, footage that Keith Ellison didn't want anybody else to see, we see the bigger picture now of what really happened in the George, George Floyd incident. Let's go ahead and play clip number one with Tucker Carlson. On Memorial Day weekend of this year, a man called George Floyd died in police custody in Minneapolis. And America has not been the same since. It may never be the same. In the months following that incident, Floyd's death has been used to justify a nationwide convulsion of violence, destruction, looting, in some cases killing, And all of that, in addition to unprecedented levels of political upheaval, the wholesale reordering of our most basic institutions. Floyd's death changed everything. It was a pivot point in American history. No matter what side you're on, that's very clear at this point. So with all of that in mind, the significance of the event in mind, it's striking how little we really know months later about how exactly George Floyd died. The official storyline is clear, it couldn't be clearer, Established news organizations state as a matter of factual certainty that Floyd was, in the words of NBC News and so many others, quote, murdered by a Minneapolis police officer. Politicians, both Democrats and Republicans, echo that claim. Ideologues amplify it. According to filmmaker Michael Moore, Floyd was, quote, lynched by a cop's knee with a lynch mob of cops looking on. That certainly is a vivid image, but does it reflect what actually happened? The short answer is we're still not precisely sure how George Floyd died. The trial of the indicted Minneapolis police officers hasn't yet started. We'll know a lot more when it does. The media, meantime, aren't that curious about gathering further details, and they're actively hostile to anyone who is. Ask too many inconvenient, unauthorized questions about George Floyd, and you will be banned from the Internet. The catechism has been written, and it's in stone. George Floyd is a martyr, period. That's all you need to know. Shut up. And by the way, uh, I just started uh, posting on LinkedIn the last six weeks. I've decided God told me it's time to speak up and use what I put in you to help other people. So I started typing up because I had saw something about George Floyd is being martyred uh, on the level of uh, Martin Luther King Jr. I mean, they want to have a day for him. They want a statue for him. And I'm like, wow, to equivocate George Floyd. To Martin Luther King Jr., I said, if you looked at his past, and again, I wasn't being mean, but as soon as I hit send, within 10 seconds, my account was frozen. 10 seconds. So I guess on LinkedIn, George Floyd is a buzzword. If you say it, boom, they snatch it real quick. And because uh, I questioned his past, some of the things he did, and his drug toxicity level, uh, and I wasn't being mean. I still, you know, I was one of the ones that said that cop killed him, that he should go to prison and he should stay in prison. So I'm one of those people. See, what's happening here is we're being fed a narrative for a purpose. They've got to gin up uh, anger uh, with the races. Black people have to believe that Trump is a racist. 
Black people have to believe that white people are against you. Black people have to be rioting and all that. Why? So then we can get rid of Donald Trump so that they can keep uh, America falling apart, so they can keep destroying the American family and kick men out of the homes, so they can now have cisgender is bad. If, you're, if you believe in heterosexual relations and you are evil, the only thing that's normal is what used to be not normal. And why does this matter? Because Thursday, July 30th, 2020, John Lewis was eulogized. Now, he was a civil rights icon, and I can't, I mean, what he did 40, 50 years ago was incredible. I only know him for what he did the last 30 years as an elected official, and I had a lot of problems with his hatred, with his stuff that he spewed out. But I, I get it. He was a legend because of what he did with Martin Luther King Jr. But that same day, Herman Cain died, and they mocked him. People mocked him. Where was Herman Cain's funeral? If my mom died, uh, I would not be able to have a funeral for her. It's, it, they're illegal. But John Lewis was allowed people to gather around and clump around and have a political rally to attack Trump. But that was okay. And Herman Cain was mocked. Why was Herman Cain mocked while John Lewis was eulogized? Because Herman Cain dared to get off the plantation belief. He dared to think differently. He dared to believe in the American dream. He dared to believe that nobody, no country, no white man or black man or anything else was going to stop Herman Cain from being successful. What a great example. And so we got to be careful because what you see is what you focus on. I am black. We'll be back in three minutes. By my window, I'm one cold and cloudy day. When I saw the first come rolling for to carry my in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Tune in each Saturday afternoon from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on Freedom 1570 for Garden Talk Radio. It's the Wisconsin Vegetable Gardener radio show. Topic-focused, guests from across the country, and answering your garden questions. Submit your questions right now at gardentalkradio at gmail.com or call us anytime at 1-800-927-SHOW. That's every Saturday afternoon from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on Freedom 1570. Catch the replay Sunday afternoons 2 to 3 p.m. 
Get an $8,025 high-efficiency gas furnace for just $4,012 through this special offer from Blue Ox Heating and Air in this station. There's just one half-price furnace. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab, then Half-Price Offers, or call the station now. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to Dallas-Fort Worth on August 20th through the 22nd. Details at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, application. I love some good music. So I'm like pausing, letting a little bit of music play because, man, I got a song on my heart, ladies and gentlemen. The good book tells us to have a song on our heart. You know, And thing. I want you to know right now that you got to know the thing. And the thing that you got to know is how you work. If you don't know how you work. See, we're made as creatures to work at a high level in unconscious mode. We're made that way. Unfortunately, if you're not aware of it, then you're being played, player. Uh, you're being manipulated. Homie don't uh, play that. Yeah, and, and yet you think homie don't play that, but homie does play that because you're being played. And unless you're aware of it, yeah, you'll never stop it from happening. And so today we're talking about this travesty. You know, uh, Keith Ellison, Minneapolis, what are you guys doing? I love Minneapolis. But, man, I don't, can't believe who you guys vote for. This guy, the same Keith Ellis, Ellison, whose son is on the city council who wants to disband your police department, the same Keith Ellison that believes that r- rules for radical is a normal way to, to live, the same Keith Ellison that got elected district attorney even though he had all these uh, uh, female abuse issues going on, the same Keith Ellison that when he was elected to Congress refused to take his oath on the Bible that Keith Ellison, who's funded by George Soros, who now is the top cop in Minnesota, that Keith Ellison, who released the video of uh, the cop with his n- knee on his on George Floyd's neck, which made me sick. I've never watched more than 15 seconds. Throw the guy in jail. Lock, throw away the key. But yet I wondered why Keith Ellison refused to allow the other 10, 20 minutes of video before that happened. Why was that not shown? And yet, yeah, that was why. To silence you because he wants to get this guy convicted and he doesn't want you to know what's really going on. He wants to control your perception. He wants to control your narrative. He wants to control the frame. Just like a lot of race baiters have done to black people over the last 100 years. 
So I went to this website called Beyond Black and White. Oh, I'm sorry, BeyondBlackWhite.com. It's written by a black woman, and she says the article is ever wonder who Uncle Tom really was. And she says a lot of things. I'm just going to go to the second paragraph uh, in her article. And she references Harry Beecher Stowe, uh, who's credited uh, by, with the, the term Uncle Tom because of the book she wrote. And she referenced a guy named Uncle Tom. So the term Uncle Tom, this is a quote from her article, has always bothered me. One day, she said, I decided to look into history to see who Uncle Tom was. That man, Tom, was a noble man. Tom was loyal, seen as many of the day and on to present time as stupid and docile. But Josiah Henson, that's the guy's name, his real name, Josiah Henson himself was quite intelligent. Josiah Henson realized that his new master, Isaac Riley, was evil and made a plan to escape. He got his wife and four children out of Montgomery County, Maryland. It's funny, that's where their uh, black people are attacking private schools right now because they don't want schools to open up. But I just watched this on the news yesterday, Montgomery County, that's interesting. He made his way to Canada where he was able to realize the American slave's dream, freedom and prosperity. The real Uncle Tom, Tom, uh, Uncle Tom, Josiah Henson, went on to help over 100 other slaves escape to freedom on Canadian soil via the Underground Railroad. Now she questions, now why don't folks know that tidbit? And she says all one would have to do is read, learn for themselves. She says Tom's character was a strong, robust man who would rather die a painful death than reveal the whereabouts of two female slaves who were sexually terrorized by Simon Legree. Most accounts assume that Harriet Beecher Stowe indeed based her Tom character on dear old Josiah Henson. But she could not have known the backlash that would ensue. Mrs. Stowe could not have imagined that whites, listen, that whites would detract all the goodness of this man's character in life and depict him as some docile, physically weak, and aged, massa-loving ignoramus. I'm reading, quote, I didn't make this up. I read her words. It's not some white guy saying this. Some massa-loving ignoramus, <gasps> oblivious to the systemic abuses of the peculiar institution being encroached upon him. She goes, quote, Tom shows popped up all over the place and created the ministerial characters that we associate with Uncle Tom today. It is an erroneous assumption, but this negative description is how we continue to keep this character alive and well and scare black people into thinking the same. I want to reference SalemNow.com. Has Larry Elders, I think, did it, but he has a show called Uncle Tom, and I've heard previous uh, people talk about it and said it's in tears that everybody this should be part of our history books that you watch this video. So go to SalemNow.com. There's a lot of great programming on there, and no, Salem's not paying me, and they're not reducing my fees for saying this. I just believe I need to guide you to good stuff, and SalemNow.com has some really good educational historical stuff. Why do you need to know this? Because you're being played, player. Play clip number two from Tucker Carlson, please. Yesterday, the English newspaper Daily Mail published never-before-seen body cam footage of George Floyd's arrest in Minneapolis. Now, by itself, the video proves nothing. Videos never do prove anything conclusively. But this one does suggest quite a bit. The footage begins with police officers confronting Floyd in his car. And from the start, it is clear this is not a typical law enforcement interaction. The officers ask Floyd to get out of the vehicle. Floyd refuses. Minutes later, police pull Floyd from his car and handcuff him. Here's a clip of what happens next. Let's go. 
Are you on something right now? There's a reason the police officer asked that. It seems obvious that Floyd is in some kind of physical distress in the video, even for before police manhandle him. And in fact, a later report showed that Floyd had a number of narcotics in his system, including more than enough fentanyl to die of an overdose. According to the autopsy, Floyd's blood contained 11 nanograms per milliliter of fentanyl. The report then notes this, quote, signs associated with fentanyl toxicity include severe respiratory depression, seizures, hypertension, coma, and death. In fatalities from fentanyl, blood concentrations are variable and have been reported as low as three nanograms per milliliter. One of the best known symptoms of fentanyl overdose, by the way, is shortness of breath. In the video, Floyd complains that he is having trouble breathing, famously, but he says that long before the police officer kneels on his neck. At one point, an officer remarks that Floyd has foam coming out of his mouth. Floyd is clearly struggling to walk. When police finally get him to the squad car, Floyd refuses to get inside. He says he's claustrophobic. Officers struggle to get him into the vehicle. Over to the vehicle, Floyd begins to scream. This goes on for about 10 minutes. Wow. I gotta tell you, when I watched that last night, I, um, I felt ashamed. I've said some pretty harsh thing about those cops. And again, he's still probably negligent. He should have been aware of something. He's still probably got some jail time. But, man, I called him a murderer. Called him all that. You know, i I, I got to be honest with you. I have uh, been ti- a couple times in my past. I'm 55 years old, a long time ago. Been in an altered state and been pulled over. And my heart starts racing through my chest. I start panicking. And I have to force it. I know how the mind works. Talk myself down. Uh, and slow my breathing down. See, your, mach- your body's a machine. The body releases 63 known chemicals, and those chemicals make you feel. And there are three things that cause those chemicals to release. Number one, what you're thinking about. You just got pulled over. Oh, my gosh, you're wasted. You just passed a bad $20 bill. Oh, my gosh, you've been in prison. You've been in jail. You know you're getting ready to go there. You're wasted. They're going to know you're at drugs. On. Oh, my gosh, you start panicking. Number two is your breathing. Now, that fentanyl, like that, makes it hard to breathe. Number one, number one cause of overdose is it makes it hard to breathe. So now your breathing's erratic, which is causing your chemicals to release in your body. And the third thing is your physiology. When you slouch over, sit down, look down, that releases weak chemicals. When you stand tall and start to look up and breathe deep, you feel different. So knowing how the machine of the body works... Knowing how he's panicking in his head, knowing how he's wasted, knowing how he's been in prison before, in jail before, knowing how you know he's been in Bible study, all that, now he's going to go to jail and thinking about, oh my gosh, what am I going to tell people? All that playing in his head. He's got handcuffs on. He can't breathe already. He's sitting in a car with no cop around him. There's no one in the car, and he's saying, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. No one's doing anything. There's no one around him. Ladies and gentlemen, we were purposely kept from seeing this. Keith Ellison said that. They, our cities are burning, again, based on a lie. The reason why I don't support Black Lives Matter outside of their own reasons, their own mission statement, is that it was began in a lie. Black Lives Matter became prominent during Michael Brown. Remember the hands up, don't shoot? That was a lie, too. I will never support anything that was created on a lie. And now it looks like this whole George Floyd, all these cities are burning based on a lie. Homie, don't play that. Start thinking for yourself, people. Tune in for an hour a day, Monday through Friday from 11 to 12, right here on Like It Matters Radio. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black. 
helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Homie, don't play that. Silence! A long time coming, but I know change gonna come. More than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled the globe for evidence of some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, journey to Egypt and beyond as Tim interviews the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. The results are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code MINNEAPOLIS for 20% off. Did you know that the Freedom 1570 mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on the app that will automatically start streaming Freedom 1570 at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake up with Matt Ray or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free Freedom 1570 app today. 